Welcome to the Bill Miranda Show. Experienced radio and television host Bill Miranda brings you the inside stories of the goings-on in the Santa Clarita Valley. As a community leader, former mayor, and current city council member, Bill has access to a wealth of inside stories that he shares in an interesting and entertaining way. Bill's guests include the movers and shakers in and about Santa Clarita, plus everyday people making a difference in our community. Stay informed with the past, present, and future of Santa Clarita with our weekly podcasts. Hello, Santa Clarita. This is Bill Miranda bringing you the 411 on the 661. Have you uh, ever wondered what's going on in Santa Clarita? Well, come to us. We will tell you all about the best places to go, some of which you may know and some you never heard of, but they're fantastic and outstanding places. So what we're doing here is we're providing a venue where everyone in Santa Clarita, male, female, young, not so young, can come here, watch our show, and learn more and more about the things to do in Santa Clarita. And most importantly, learn from the people who make things happen. We're going to talk about podcasting on this show. But we're also going to take you on a tour of Santa Clarita and all the things our great city has to offer. Let me introduce my special guest today, Anthony Gigante. Bill, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to see you today. Pleasure to be on the inaugural, inaugural Bill Miranda Show. We're very excited, and I'm excited to be here. Anthony, I'm excited to have you here. We're going to talk pod podcasting in a little bit, but I want to know more about you. Uh, you're from Brooklyn. Yes, I am. And I won't hold that against you. You know, I'm from Manhattan. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, you know, we accept people from Brooklyn on the show I, once in a while. We don't want too many Brooklynites to come in, but that's another <laughs> issue. Uh, but Anthony, tell us, what was it like growing up in Brooklyn? Uh, Bill, it was a, um, I grew up in downtown Bensonhurst, first of all. And people ask me, what is downtown Bensonhurst? That's the heart of Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. 20th Avenue, Cropsey Avenue, right in the middle of Bensonhurst, the heart of it. Um, it was a, uh, I grew up in an in a area of Brooklyn that was um, heavily mobbed up at the time. I can say that now because they're all gone. And um, it was a challenge every day to stay on the right path in life because there was so much of the, that element around us. And I managed to do so. And when I uh, tell people, uh, when they ask me about my life, I actually say I escaped Brooklyn because most people don't escape Brooklyn. They either move to Staten Island or New Jersey. I moved to California and Santa Clarita, of course, which is the greatest place in the world. <laughs> I like your thinking. So, so you grew up in Brooklyn. Fantastic growing up. You know, growing up in New York City is a is a, is just a tremendous experience for anybody who's ever done that. So the best the best world is the world you and I both engaged in is that we had the New York City upbringing, uh, but then we moved away. <laughs> then we moved away. <laughs> so it, eventually, you went to work and, and you know, became a vice president, in business development for. Uh, TV and cinema. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I got here, Bill, but the, the it started out that I produced a film in 2001 called Cugini, and at the time it was the first HD feature shot in New York. When uh, and the HD cameras, those who are familiar with cameras, 
the camera was about 80 pounds and uh, you had to hold it on your shoulder. Now, of course, they're small and handheld and you can just maneuver them whichever way you like. But anyway, we had the first HD feature in New York. And after I finished the film, as a producer of the film, I had nothing going on. You know, I walked back and returned the gear to the company that I worked, that I rented it from, a company called Bexel, and they offered me a job. And they said, we need a salesperson. So I said, yeah, all right, whatever, let me try. Didn't know what I was doing, but that was the beginning of the path that led me out to California. And, um, and so you went to work. Eventually, as I said, you ended up with uh, VRG. Yes, PRG, uh, which was formerly a company called VER. And I worked for VER in New York after Bexel for about three years. Mm -hmm. Then VER made me an, an offer to move out to California. They made you an offer you couldn't refuse. Couldn't refuse that one. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm surprised that I didn't refuse it because, as you know, being from New York, we're very family oriented. We really uh, are close. Holidays, we're all together. And for me to leave was a very big deal. It, it was... Um, no one from my family ever left Brooklyn. You know, maybe Staten Island, the farthest they went to. But I moved out to California. And uh, at the time, I was married and with my daughter. And um, we, we tried it. We came out. And um, being from New York, as you know, when you come out to California, you do have an edge. You have, you, you're, you, you have desire. You have drive. You, you force your way in. You're the New York guy. That's what people used to call me, the New York guy, even though, you know, but it worked to my advantage. I, I know the feeling, the mm -hmm. New York guy, because when I moved out to California, <laughs> sure I was yeah. a New York guy. We come out here, we have a little too much attitude, a little too much uh, energy. Aggressiveness, aggressiveness. Uh, but polite, respectful, but we will, you know, we don't take no for an answer. Like I, people ask me what I do for a living, and my initial answer is I get rejected for a living. <laughs> and that is the truth. I get rejected for a living. I would call people, and they don't want to talk to me. But I make sure they listen and they say, no, no, no. But I learned how to handle the rejection and turned it around into, into success. Anthony, you did some great work in New York. You did God's work mm -hmm. uh, as a humanitarian mm -hmm. regarding Hurricane Sandy. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that, please? Absolutely. Uh, when Hurricane Sandy hit, I was out here um, and felt that I heard that Coney Island, which is the next little section over from where I lived, was underwater, and uh, there was no question that I had to go back to, to do something. And I went back and volunteered, um, and we had to climb, we had to go to the 26th floor of a building and start from the top down and knock on doors to see if anyone was in the buildings. And the first apartment I knocked on, there was a gentleman in a wheelchair that we carried him downstairs uh, to the ground, and basically, I believe, saved him because no one would have even known he was there. And that was, for me, Bill, that was the beginning of a big switch for me in my mind. Um, generosity, helping, caring, and trying to help make the world a better place. And I was then on the ground handing out uh, jackets and coats from the Salvation Army. And this little child came walking over to me, and she lost everything. And she didn't have much to have to begin with anyway. And I gave her a jacket, and she smiled at me. And I have the picture, and it was the most beautiful moment of my life. It was someone who was so grateful and so pure. And just how could you not want to move forward and help people after that? That's, as I say, that's God's work. And that was such a disaster, and that mm. area was, was hit so hard. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't, to this day, I don't know that it's ever fully recovered. Mm -hmm. but, uh, mm -hmm. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That was incredible. Was, and thank and you. Thank, thank you, Bill. you for helping uh, in the time of need. Like thank you. That thank way. you. I appreciate that very much. We've, we here in Santa Clarita have had a, a number of issues, be it fires or one in one case shootings, uh, where we've had to band together as a community. And Santa Clarita is absolutely, in my opinion, one of the best cities care who cares about every single citizen in our community. We agreed. We band together like the greatest place I've ever lived, crazy. Bill. The greatest place I've ever lived. And I tell people this. Um, Moving here has changed my life. Um, I never thought I would be able to adopt to a city like this because I lived in Brooklyn. First time I came out, I was walking the streets looking for a slice of pizza. Couldn't find one. You know? <laughs> and it was, it was a big moment. It was freaking me out because I said, what did I do? I mean, I don't have my things. You know, I don't have the, the wonton soup from the little takeout place down the street. I could walk there. But then I started realizing Santa Clarita is the most amazing place to live. Quality of life uh, just just increased by the tenfold, and I joked around with people. I went from seeing rats in the subway to rabbits on the grass. The first time we saw rabbits on the grass, I I, I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? Totally changed, 180 degree change of what we were used to, you know, and but, fell in love with the town, and that's why I want to give to the town. That's I, fantastic. I, I love the town. You are a baseball aficionado. Mm-hmm. Santa Clarita is known for its baseball. Mm -hmm. We got fantastic baseball mm -hmm. here in Santa Clarita. Tremendous players. Many tremendous players, many tremendous teams. Mm -hmm. Where I'm going with this is, I'm going to give you a little quiz. Okay. I hope I it's pass. not a big quiz. Okay. But a little quiz. So, you know, you grew up in New York. Um, Dodgers. Brooklyn Dodgers. Here's the quiz. Mm -hmm. One question. Mm -hmm. Who was the greatest Dodger ever? Well, it was the Brooklyn Dodgers a little before my time, but I'm going to have to say uh, Jackie Robinson, of course, uh, is Bzz. the greatest. You passed the test. Thank okay. Greatest Cub ever. Oh, Ernie Banks. There you go. Yeah. Bingo. You're on, baby. Very nice. You can come back on the show. Thank you, Anytime. Bill. Anytime. Thank you, Bill. You I'm, passed my baseball quiz. You're can't in. can't wait to come back on the show. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Anthony, let's talk podcasting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> well, you and are the godfather, it. by the way. I just no. want to let everyone know no. you are the godfather. So. <laughs> so with that offer I couldn't refuse, I had to learn, honestly, I'll admit this, what's podcasting? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I watch stuff on YouTube, but, you know, podcasting, you know, something I look at. But when you say do podcasting, wow, I'm mm -hmm. way out of my league. Mm -hmm. That's where you came in. Mm -hmm. So how did you get involved in podcasting? And tell us about podcasting this evening. Well, I'll, I'll make it as quick as I can. Uh, about two years ago, I was uh, bored out of my mind. Three years ago, bored out of my mind. And I decided that I needed to just do something. So I... As busy as I am, I started driving Lyft because I had nothing. I just needed, it was during the pandemic, I needed to be social. And what I found while driving Lyft was that everyone, mostly everyone who got in the car had a story and wanted to be heard. And I was fascinated by this. I was listening to everyone and hearing their problems, even helping them in some cases because someone was so tough. 
So long story short, I created a podcast called Our Fighting Spirit. And Our Fighting Spirit is, is, is about bringing people up into the world, interviewing people who have overcome amazing, tremendous obstacles in their life where they thought it was hopeless, but they fought and they got over it and they, they survived and they inspired others at the same time. And I was doing the podcast from my house. And I didn't like the way it looked. It looked like junk. So I, I started looking around for a podcast studio in town. And this was owned by another, uh, Brandon Maddox, a previous owner. And I wanted to open up my own studio. So when I came to talk to Brandon about it, I, was, I didn't want to compete with him because he already did it. And I didn't want to open up my own studio because I felt like it was kind of, you know, I, I have respect for the guy, so I was going to record here. Six months later, he called me out of the blue and said, you know, I remember what you told me and you were so kind to me that I'm selling my studio. I want you to have first crack at it. So I bought Podcast SCV and I bought it to create a sacred creative space for anyone who wants to come in and tell their story. And, uh, and, and it's evolving now into so many amazing things, Bill. We're helping the community. We're helping businesses communicate with their clients in a different way. And it's become a, a space where I've met amazing people that we bring people together from all over the world in this room. We have amazing talent like L'Oreal, my producer, and Tyler, our cinematographer. Young people come in and we're giving opportunities to them and they're running with it and exceeding my knowledge, exceeding my experience in such a short time. And it's beautiful to see. Well, I really like Tyler. But L'Oreal, she's kind of a crazy lady. <laughs> you're going to see that later. And you're going to I understand you have some clips you're going to be showing in a little while of, of the crazy I, lady. I, um, uh, you know, <laughs> we both love her. But, you know, you got to take it with a grain of something. <laughs> grain of something. <laughs> a grain of something. Um, so that's why Podcast SAV started. And we, 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 we asked the community to come and see us. Try it. I mean, once one thing I've seen, two things I've seen, and I'll be very brief with this. When I mention podcasts to someone, their eyes light up. When they come and sit behind the camera, their eyes light up even more. And it's amazing to see someone come out of their shell and, and become something that they didn't think they can become. It's incredible to me. You know, you said something that really strikes home with me. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. Yep. No matter who you are, mm -hmm. you got a story to tell. You have a story to tell. And most people t save the stories for their kids or mm -hmm. grandkids. But many of those stories are stories that we really want to get out there yes. and, and, and share them with the community because mm -hmm. there are people in the community that will benefit from hearing those stories. Absolutely. You and I growing up in New York, you know what? We benefited from the stories we heard from mm -hmm. the people we heard them from. Absolutely. And many of those people were ordinary people. Yes. Yes. Who correct. were doing extraordinary things. Absolutely. And we're finding them. Yeah. And they bring, t they actually bring tears to my eyes. Some of these stories move me so much that after they're finished, I have to, disappear for 15 minutes and 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 two things realize what we've accomplished here and also have so much empathy and compassion for that person and respect for them wanting to come on and tell their story or just even coming in and doing their thing it's quite incredible yeah i'm <clears throat> going to tell you i'm going to do a, a cheap commercial for myself you here do it you know because what the heck uh i wrote a book a few years ago called profiles in latino courage in it I tell the story of seven people who came to this country under the most difficult circumstances 
and manage somehow, some way to become very successful. Mm -hmm. The seven stories I tell happen to be Latino stories. Funny thing, all seven stories are from people in Santa Clarita. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Awesome. Wow. Okay, and I don't tell that till the end of the book. So those of you who may want to go out and get the book, it's on Amazon. Uh, Profiles in Latino Courage, How Every how everyday Latinos achieve success. Uh, I'm giving the, the punchline away in terms of, yeah, they're all from Santa Clarita. That's amazing. Right? That's amazing. And so my point is, every town, every city has mm -hmm. a story yes. with people in it. Yes. That are yes. ordinary people who perform extraordinary things. I, 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 get, I get really, I'm amazed. Like, I, I walk around town. I just walk around town. And I see uh, families... And I see the children, I see the parents, I see the love, I see the connection, I see the, uh, the leadership that, that, that comes with that. And it just makes our town um, just amazing. I mean, it makes our town solid and great. I tell everyone, before you should move, you have to move here. And when you move here, you'll understand what's going on. The safety, the top-notch sheriff's department, heat protection, uh, uh, cleanliness, of course, quality of life. Incredible. Fantastic. Incredible. Anthony, I wish we had more time. I always enjoy talking with you and sharing stories Thank with you. you. Thank you. Uh, and thanks for passing that test. I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm very happy I did. Believe me. I don't know if I didn't pass. I don't know what I would do, but I'm very happy I passed. Thank you, Bill. Our Fighting Spirit mm -hmm. podcast with Anthony Gigante. Thank you, Bill. Good luck We're, with the show. Thank you very much. We're going to take a break. We're going to find out where Crazy Lady is right now. But when we come back... We're going to take a tour of Santa Clarita. It's crazy lady time! Yeah! Woohoo! We're so excited! Wow, interesting stuff, Bill. Welcome back to Healing Your Inner Child with L'Oreal, Wilhelmina, and Christian. Wilhelmina's interviewing, not L'Oreal. L'Oreal is the pictures. Oh, are you one of those kids with ADHD or something? Oh, yeah, you better believe I'm one of those kids with ADHD. I'm crazier than bad. Did your parents get a divorce? No. Okay, Nathaniel, let's get into it. Let's get deep and dark. When was the first time you realized your mortality as a child? I think I was, like, playing Lego Star Wars, and I saw Padme dying, and I realized, oh, my God, that's going to be a new one. <laughs> so who do you think loves you more, your mom or your dad? That's your probably mom. I'd like to be an engineer one day. My grandfather's an engineer, so I'd love to follow his footsteps. He works at a company that uh, produces plastic pipes you would find in, uh, that have water, uh, fire sprinklers, stuff like that. If there was no pipe, the water would just go everywhere. If there was no pipe, there'd be no trail for the water to stay inside. That is correct. You know, there was some very deep healing that took place today, and I'm so glad that our community was kind enough to open up their hearts to me and Wilhelmina and told us a little bit about their background. This was Healing Your Inner Child with L'Oreal and Wilhelmina. Welcome back. This segment, I thought I'd take us all on a tour of Santa Clarita, kind of just a big collage of what our great city has to offer. Uh, some of those things are things that many of you know of, and some of those things are things maybe that you've never heard of. and. 
and will be informed and, and somewhat educated on all the wonderful things we have here in Santa Clarita. Before I start, though, I want to remind everybody that pretty much every home in Santa Clarita gets Seasons Magazine. It's put out by the city of Santa Clarita. It's filled with pages that tell all the goings-on in Santa Clarita. It's filled with all kinds of classes and activities that people can take, young, not so young, in between. So read Seasons Magazine and find out all the things we have that we offer here in Santa Clarita for people to do. But I'm going to take you on a, on a virtual tour of our, of our great city, and I'm going to kind of start with the arts and the things regarding arts that we have here in Santa Clarita. Uh, in Newhall, we have an art gallery. A lot of people don't know we have an art gallery right here in New, Newhall on Main Street off of 6th Street. And it's, uh, it's run by the Santa Clarita Artists Association and really good artwork. And, and I know good artwork because my wife's an artist and a professional artist. It's been, I've been married to her for many years. And, and when, I, when we got married, I didn't know anything about art. Now I'm an expert at art. Trust me, I get hit over the head every time I miss a, miss a question on art. <laughs> so we have the art gallery, uh, downtown Newhall, off of Main Street and 6. We also have art collections on the first floor of City Hall. Every six weeks or so, we bring in some artists and we put their paintings, their artworks on the walls on the first floor of City Hall. And that's like, that's like a, a moving museum there at City Hall. Recommended people go there. I mentioned the Arts Artists Association. You want to check in and check out the Artists Association. If you're an artist, that's a great community to become a part of. If you're not an artist, at least you can find out more about what's going on in the art world here in Santa Clarita. Let's talk about parks and recreation. Uh, I love the fact that we just renovated the Aquatic Center. So all you swimmers, we have an Olympic-sized pool, and then we have a smaller pool, and then we have what I call a recreational pool. So we have three pools over there at the Aquatic Center. That whole aquatic center is part of our sports complex, which is over there. We have a gym, a skate park. We have a trek bike park in that center. We have basketball. We have a lot of things that go on at the sports complex located at Golden Valley. I mentioned the uh, trek, trek bike park. I didn't mention that we're also going to do a skate park. It's not going to be in the Golden Valley area. It's going to be uh, over in Saugus. But we're going to build a skating rink. And you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love roller skating here in Santa Clarita. Guess what? Off of Copper Hill, we have an archery park. A lot of people don't know we have an archery park. It's a real McCoy archery park. Uh, it's a little, you know, don't bring a clean car because the road's not fully paved yet, but uh, it's right off of Copper Hill at the Santa Clarita Archery Park. We have a total of 38 parks in our community, but we're one of the few communities that have two special needs parks. There uh, is one at West Creek in North Valencia, 
and the other one is in Canyon Country uh, at Canyon Country Park. So two special needs parks. Of course, our biggest parks is William S. Hart Park. The famous silent screen cowboy, uh, William Hart, was uh, at, at the time during silent movies, the biggest star in Hollywood. And uh, when he passed, in his will, he left us this wonderful large park in our community. In that park is a wonderful mansion. The mansion has a wonderful museum. The park itself has a petting zoo. It has, it's one of the few places in America where we have bison roaming free in those hills. Imagine that, bison roaming free. We have that here in Santa Clarita. And uh, funny thing, uh, there was a big train station, the Saugus train station that was across from Saugus uh, Cafe. And in a day, many people, including presidents of the United States, stopped there and, and got off the train to the train station, walked across the tracks and, <laughs> and went over to the Saugus Cafe and had a meal. Well, we didn't want to destroy that Saugus train station. So we picked it up and moved it to William S. Hard Park. And so if you want to see what that train station looked like, and that train station's over 100 years old now, you just go to William S. Hard Park and you can see that train station. Of course, the 4th of July parade coming up, that starts on Main Street and goes all the way up to Lyons, takes a turn on Lyons, goes to Orchard Village. You go up Orchard Village up to 18th Street and you come across 18th Street. That's a wonderful parade. We do it every year. So come be part of that. We also have Census. Census on Main. Census on Main is a party every third Thursday of the month. Fantastic party. We'll get 1,000, 2,000 people on Main Street celebrating dancing, line dancing, whatever dancing you want to do, and, uh, and all the restaurants and activities on Main Street are in full, full regalia for that event. Enjoy it. I go there. I have a lot of fun. I drink a little sarsaparilla, and I dance a little salsa. I don't line dance. I got to confess, I don't line dance. Uh, I do do the Texas two-step, so I'm, I, I can be Western when I need to be. I just line dance and I don't do. I apologize to you line dancers. I just don't do it. Talked about census, concerts in the park. Are you kidding me? I talked about 1,000, 2,000 people for census. You're talking five, ten thousand 10,000 people for concerts in the park put on by your city. Concerts in the park, my goodness. Central Park every Saturday night uh, during the summer, starts in July, finishes in October. Wow. Great events. Go see the schedule of the people who are performing. You will be super impressed. Yes, they're mostly tribute bands, but I got to tell you, some of the tribute bands today, they rock on. And honestly, some of the tribute bands today are better than the originals. Hey, don't tell anybody I said that. During the summer for the kids and teenagers, we have free lunch. Free lunch at every city library for every kid or teenager from noon to 1 p.m. You don't need to apply. You don't need to register. You don't need to call me. You just show up and food is there waiting for you. Enjoy. 
what a great city we have that we can provide all these things. Your tax dollars are being spent very well here in Santa Clarita. We always keep a 20% reserve of our budget for things like potential earthquake, potential fires, or whatever other disasters may strike us. So we're in good shape financially, yet we are providing all these things. And I thank our city manager and our city staff for all the good work they do for our city. So, wow, what a city. Don't anybody ever tell me there's nothing to do in Santa Clarita. There's always something to do in Santa Clarita. On our next show, we'll have another super guest, the voice of Santa Clarita, Ed Masterson. And we will tour the arts and entertainment section of Main Street in Newhall. I want to say thank you to our, our guest, Anthony Gigante. And I want to say I love hearing your story and I love going back and forth and talking about all the wonderful things, New York and Santa Clarita, that we talked about. Thank you, Anthony Gigante. I loved hearing your story and your takes on podcasting. Thank you, L'Oreal Renee, the crazy lady. And thank you, Tyler Jackson, and again, Anthony Gigante, for making this show possible. And most of all, thank you to our audience. Uh, thank you for listening and watching. And thank you for sharing the show with your friends and neighbors. Get the information out there. There are a lot of people you think might know everything that's going on in the city. Most people don't. Share it with them. Our podcast is for you. With that, I want to say, until next time, my name is Bill Miranda, and the show is The Bill Miranda Show. Thank you for watching The Bill Miranda Show. Check back every Monday for a new episode featuring Bill Miranda and his various amazing guests. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode of the 411 of the 661. See you then.